0: Hello, this is Dr. Burns with Brain Body Health. I'm not sure if you saw recently in the news with uh, what's going on. I guess with Prince Harry, he was spotted in Florida and uh, in Miami somewhere a week or two ago, and he gave a talk about how um, he was, you know, 12 years old or somewhere between 12 to 13 years old, marching behind his mom's casket with all the public seeing and how he's seeing a therapist now and wanting to uh, help address mental health. Um, You know, um, it's something very traumatic for a kid to end up losing a a parent that they love so much. And yes, it can carry um, consequences for them mentally for the rest of their life, but, as one of my patients who has post-traumatic stress disorder says, you find a new normal. And I really like that term that he was saying, it's a new type of normal that you're trying to find. He says, cause the old type of normal isn't there anymore. You've been through so much tragedy and heartache um, and the post-traumatic stress disorder can kick in from anything. Um, my patient just happened to be a, a vet a veteran um and it was so many others have post-traumatic stress disorder from other events they don't necessarily have to be in the military to have post-traumatic stress disorder but i really like the fact that he says it's just finding a new normal so it looks like for prince harry um he's trying to find i guess a new normal uh for him and hopefully he uh able to help heal from what uh, the devastating effect that happened to his mom. Now when it comes to stuff like this like post-traumatic stress disorder, severe anxiety, uh, depression, there will always be triggers that are there. It's just managing the triggers. So that's why the whole new normal ends up coming in. Dr. Daniel Amen a world-renowned psychiatrist uh, talks about, you know, doing ant therapy, which is anti-negative, anti-negativity therapy, which can help um, because he says that the first thing that the brain wants to go to is the more negative thoughts instead of the more positive ones. So when doing this anti-negativity therapy is, you know, trying to ignore the first negative thought that comes into your mind and try and write down some positives. Um, Joseph Young, who is a psychologist and actually came up with life traps therapy, talks about in his book, with all these 11 life traps that he came up with, is to have a card that you keep with you of certain triggers, and you write to yourself and say, you know, I understand that such and such happened however i am like strong resilient um positive make a contribution you know basically telling yourself the truth of what's happening with the situation so you can take the emotion out of the current situation that you're in if it happens to be a trigger and for you to keep this card with you for, for saying okay i know what my mind is telling me but I know what the truth is. There was another person, Kevin Daugherty, um, who has said that uh, our brain likes us to stay safe. Our brain, you know, will do anything to keep us safe. So, um, you know, anxiety and depression, um, panic attacks will come in because you know, the brain is just like, no, we're here to keep you safe. And what we need to do is let our brain know that we're in charge. Our brain's not in charge of us, but we are in charge of our brain. So case in point, um, all of us get stuck in situations where we overthink. It could be because we're too tired. It could be from past experiences that we have. We transfer that experience that we have from the past to something here in the present. So which is why we have all these different types of medication out there to try and help bring the overactivity in the brain down. So then that way we can learn to rewire the brain. As Dr. Daniel Amos said, we can heal the brain. So his definition of mental health is that it's brain health, not mental health. And it's looking at, okay, where is the brain stuck at? Where is the malfunction? going on and the way to do that is through brain scans Through brain scans we can seriously find where the brain is over firing or under firing i absolutely love doing brain scans in my clinic uh they're very beneficial because we can actually go in and target uh what's going on where yes we may have to use medications to help but there's so many other things that we can do there's um homeopathics that are specific for certain types of anxiety uh, types of reactions and knowing where that's at in the brain. There's um, NAD which is uh, nicotinamide adenine dinucleotide that also helps out as well. We have um, MTHFR which is something that happens where your body can't utilize the B vitamins that come in. Here again, we've got hormone replacement. Um, there's, are your stomach acid levels too low? Are you not digesting your food? Could that be causing the anxiety? We have insulin resistance that could be causing these mood swings. We have dopamine resistance, which here again, could also be causing some of those mood swings. You could have a neurotransmitter called glutamate which can be high and can also cause the anxiety and depression anxiety and even like thyroid imbalance anxiety and depression is just in and of itself without you know, leaving out all external factors you know that may have triggered the anxiety and stuff like that just internally what happens uh, with the body biochemically speaking is so complex that there is no one right treatment for everyone Most pharmaceuticals really focus on um, looking at serotonin levels and also GABA, which is a neurotransmitter. See if that could help. For some people, they get side effects from it. They can't be on any sort of anti anxiety or antidepressant medication because it throws them for a loop. So then that's when they go with off label, um, you know, it's like calcium channel blockers, beta blockers may be able to help out with that, Um, you know, because it's, we have this physical change of the brain when like hormones are adjusted or they're depleted or, you know, I mean, an organ is just attacking itself. Here we go. Hashimoto's, you know, and Graves' disease is just, there's this so overwhelming to say, why would the body turn around and attack self and say, well, I don't like this organ. So it's a very the body when it gets signaled from this anxiety and it keeps going and going and going and we have no escape plan or no way for us to fail to rest. Then the body takes on a new normal, which is not a good normal. It is a very destructive normal. But because of just the high amounts and we can't of stress, we can't break away from it. And then the body adapts to that and says, okay, so then this is our new normal which is constant stress, constant depression, constant, and it changes everything in the body biochemically speaking. So anxiety and depression just isn't just one-time thing. You've got to do everything from every aspect. Um, You know, changing and trying to balance that body chemistry takes more than a month or two. And people are just like, well, I want to feel better now, now, now. Man, I remember doing that. I was in a state many years ago and um, I was just like, everything I want to do, I want to get it done in two months. It didn't happen. It took a full year uh, for me to be able to balance out my own uh, body chemistry. So then that way, you know, I, I wasn't, you know, I mean, I was able to take everything else, looking at, um, you know, like energy, like what type of energy was I putting out? actually putting in cognitive behavioral therapy and studying Marcus Aurelius, who is a Roman emperor, um, you know, at Reiki, you know, adding that in and then also looking at hormones or, um, gut issues. You know, my IBS really flared up my anxiety and my anxiety in turn fed into and inflamed my IBS. And I was doing all the supplements. I was doing all the right thing with the eating. But the one thing I did not take into consideration was the mind aspect of it. And it took a good year for me to rewrite my belief window or your motherboard uh, for those who are in computers in order for the triggers that I had for the anxiety to set in. So then that way I could actually go out and not have to stop off at like every bathroom on the way to work and not see stressors bigger than what they were, and to put them into you know, like perspective. So, um, has I remember going into this one place where I was working at, and I had had six emodiums and like 10 activated charcoal, like enough to stop up an elephant, right? And what happened was, is I was st- still, my gut was still inflamed and I was still having diarrhea along the way, just because my anxiety levels were so high, it overrode all that active, activated charcoal and imodium. Um, So because the mind is so powerful, it's, we have to look and balance everything out. So this is why we bring in the homeopathy, uh, which takes some time to balance stuff out, but it does work. We try and tell people, look, this stuff takes time. Having behavioral therapy, EMDR, um, you know, whichever therapy, hypnotherapy, um, whatever modalities that these therapists have are supposed to go in congruency with the hormone changes. where we're doing NAD IVs or ketamine, um, you know, to kind of help change the brain. I would rather use NAD than ketamine. One, it's a little bit more cost effective. Um, Two, we're actually looking at, because the ketamine is immediate onset, so can the NAD. But the NAD is an anti-inflammatory for the body, which happens with stress, you get inflamed, where the ketamine is not. Um, And you can, it's a lot more cost-effective to do NAD than it is to do ketamine. Sometimes we need to do both. But a lot of times I will also add in homeopathics. We check MTHFR see if there's anything broken in there. Um, we're looking at like adrenal fatigue. We look at growth hormone levels because even if those are off, you know, that can cause anxiety and depression. So that's why your body's a system. It's not a goal for us to be able to help people out. I mean, it's like I'm like one of the prime examples. I mean, it's like, I get IBS. Yeah. You know, and i have to find other ways i mean it's like i said i had again i got into energy medicine i got into natural medicine i got into you know as like other modalities and like figuring out my triggers on how to best control you know my anxiety because my medical condition was overruling you know my life it was controlling my life and i had to learn how to take my life back and say My medical condition, my IBS is a part of me, but it doesn't control me. So what we're gonna be doing is is getting into exactly some of these systems, like where the treatments are coming from, how effective they are if we have to do it in conjunction with an anti-anxiety depressant. So um, we are gonna be going through that here for the next several weeks, or for the next year. Uh, and letting people know that yes brain scans really really help us and it helps you know why you're thinking what you're thinking and why you feel you can't get over and you feel stuck in the processes that you are no matter what it is that you're trying to do whatever articles you read um, and with you trying to self-help basically with over-the-counter medications or um, mlm supplements or whatever else it may be So go ahead and stay tuned and we will get back to you next week. And we're going to start diving into homeopathy and how that can help with anxiety and depression. I hope everyone's having a great week and have a fantastic time today. It's beautiful outside. So and soak it in before it gets too hot. We'll talk to you later. Bye.